And it's week four in fantasy sports and in the NFL. We are ready to go for another wild week. We start off with the Jags, Bengals. I really don't have a lot of interest in this game, Max. Nope. Um, you got the back-to-back number one overall picks. That's cool. Yep. Uh, Trevor Lawrence doesn't look great at the moment. His team's not great. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, uh, I don't know. How about a 6-7 final score? If he loses today, this will match his total losses for his entire career prior to the NFL. Wow. Lost two games in college, two in high school. He would have four losses in the NFL to start his career. So that's wild to think about. Now, what about Pop Warner? Like when he was young, do you think he lost there? You think he was just like great? I, no idea. They don't. I didn't pull stats on his. We gotta though. find those stats as well. You know what is? You know what is a crazy stat though, Josh. There's two people here who are still undefeated. Boom! That is right. You got, you got first place. You got second place. Chilling at the top. Yeah, I feel good. I feel better about your team, truthfully, than my own. Uh, I think I have a couple question marks that I'm a little concerned about as the season goes on. I will ha- feel like I have to make a move, but. Really happy how things have started off. Last year, my team was carried by Josh Allen and Derrick Henry, and they continue to carry my team this year. So I'm all about it. Two good guys there. Now, I will say, for what it's worth, Yahoo does predict you to still miss the playoffs or maybe get sixth place. Yeah, I'm right on that cusp right now, which is devastating to think about. I think if I can go 500 the rest of the way, I'm in without a problem. I think I can do better than that anyway. So we'll see. All right. Fair. Fair. All right, let's get into a fact here, Max. What do you got for us today? All right, I got two for you. One of them I think is shocking to me. So, Leonard Fournette, Miles Gaskin, and Miles Sanders have zero touchdowns on a combined 81 carries. They have zero rushing touchdowns. I think Sanders may have a receiving one, but they have no rushing touchdowns yet, which is absolutely crazy to me. Um. Next one, we talked about them a little before. DJ, DJ Chark is last in reception percentage at a seven, what did I say, 31.8%. He has caught seven of the 22 balls that have come his way. Not too far behind. AJ Brown at 36%. Mm. And then MVS from Green Bay at 37. The best, Tim Patrick who has now had a much bigger role now in the Broncos, has caught 92% of his targets. Wow. Yeah, right? I don't know how many of those targets are. I probably should have looked it up. But, you still, know, very still impressive. pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, there's your fact for the week. All right, so let's get into some news as we head into this week. For me, the news of the week is injuries, and there are a lot of people that have missed practice already early this week. I'm just going to run through a handful of names. DeAndre Swift, limited today. I don't see any real issues there. Russell Gage didn't practice again. He didn't play last week, so I think there's more of a concern there. Not that Gage is necessarily in people's lineups, so I think he could be a flex play depending on the week. Jonathan Taylor also limited. Antonio Gibson did not practice, as dealing with a shin injury. And Elijah Mitchell also, again, limited. They have a lot of RBs out there in San Francisco, so a lot of guys a little banged up right now. I think the bulk of the guys I mentioned do end up playing – but something to keep an eye on as the week goes on here. No real injuries other than T. Higgins for tonight's game that I know of. Yeah, that is correct. T. Higgins is out. So definitely be playing Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, 
could have some good games there. You know, Jamar Chase, four touchdowns already this year. Yeah, he looks good. I don't know if he'll be able to keep that up. They do have, uh, I think it's Shaq Griffin out there in Jacksonville. I don't know who he's going to be on, if he shadows or he rotates. But my assumption is I think Boyd is the better play tonight, as I feel like he'll be able to get some of those kind of like in-between routes where I feel like Chase really goes that deep ball, and I think that's where Griffin will be on him. So curious to see how it all plays out. I think the Bengals do win. I think they cover the spread of seven, seven and a half. The line's moving slightly. Big Joe Mixon day is what I'm guessing. I think so, too. I do like that. I think Mixon's going to have a great game tonight. Yeah. What other news uh, you got for us, Max? So other news, I don't know if you brought this up. James White out for the year with his hip injury. Same thing that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick has. So we'll have to see what happens there. Um, with Ryan, he's not out uh, for the season, but they did rule James White out. Richard Sher- Sherman back in the NFL signing with the Bucks, like everyone else seems to do. So Richard Sherman is there playing with the Bucks. You know, great move for them. Hopefully helps them out because they get beat by the deep ball very easily. Yeah, they're also missing two of their top corners. So they're a little banged up in the secondary. The move makes sense on both sides. Sherman chasing for another title there. So it makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, other news, uh, Brady and Gronk go back home to face New England. How much are they going to win by? So I'm going to save that for my bold predictions later, but I have Gronk and Brady in my bold predictions today. Interesting. All right. The only other news I have, we were talking about it before. We had a record broken last week as Justin Tucker hit a 66-yard field goal as time expires for the Ravens to beat the Detroit Lions. Wow. And saved your survivor life. Yes, it was my survivor game. I have to tell you, the Ravens looked so bad in that game. And I was freaking out because they looked horrible. Or unless maybe the Lions aren't bad as we think. I think it's two things. One, they don't think the game would be as close. Marquise Brown did drop like three touchdown passes. Yeah, that's very true. So yep. that's that. There's that. I also think the Lions are better than people think. I think Dan Campbell's got a, a good culture going on. They run the ball extremely well. DeAndre Swift is proving that he's a top 10 RB. And meanwhile, Jamal Williams is flex worthy each week, basically, but on, you know, his stats. So they're both running well. Goff has looked inconsistent. I think, you know, they'll eventually get another quarterback in there, a young guy. But that team will look, if they can keep playing like this, will develop over the next couple of years. Curious to see how Campbell can get them going. Yeah. Um, Only other news that I had to bring up, and I have to do this, um, Alexander Madison was the second leading rusher, second best leading rusher last week at 112 yards. Derrick Henry, your boy, had 113. But somebody made a huge bet on, I don't know if it was DraftKings or, you know, Sportsbook, whatever the thing was, for Madison to have the most rushing yards. And he loses by one yard. Yeah, that's brutal. So very rough there. Great Ballsy bet almost worked out for you, but that's all the news. Hope, I'm I hoping have. Madison plays again as I did get him on my roster, and I was happy about that last week. I got the win over Joe. Hoping that Cook needs another week off because I think I need everything I can get against MG this week, but we'll get into that shortly. Well, let's, let's do the recap, right? Yeah, let's, let's go through it. So we did have a couple different games, but we actually split the differences. So no changes there. We went three and three. The games that we lost, I've looked back at my sheet here. DK lost to Jason Johnson. Shocking. 
Billy, 0-3, a loss to uh, Hinchy. I had Zach over Abe, and you had uh, – so Abe won that one, and you had Ferry over MG. I had it the other way, and that was the split. We are 8-10 and 10 on the year, so not really doing great here. Rough. If I get into stardom, sit him, not much better for either of us this week. You went 1-6, and six, so just remember the new format, what everybody. Hell? Okay, the new format is for QBs and tight ends, you have to be a top 12 to make – to start or sit as we have 12 people in the league, you know, so there'd be a starter RBs and receivers. I just did top 24. I think if you get into flex plays, it's not really worth it. Also yeah. it's much harder for me to look up 36 or 48. So um, we did not do well. The only difference though, just to be clear is I had one less game um, or one less person this week as Antonio Brown didn't play and you gave me Antonio Brown. So I'm not, I didn't count that against no. myself. Obviously I, I gave you, I thought I gave you AJ Brown. Oh, did I write that down wrong? I don't know, but I, I have on my paper AJ Brown. Maybe uh, I said uh, Antonio Brown, but I don't know. All right. Well, then I got that one wrong then for sure. I would have started <laughs> AJ Brown. So, all right. That's fine. I'll fix that. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I wrote down Antonio Brown. So, either way, on the season, you're four and 12 after going one and five this week. I also went one and five and I'm eight and eight. So, we're not doing well there. So, what is going on? Oh my God. Hopefully we do better this week. We'll see how that goes. Yes. Let's get into three up, three down, though, Max, from this week. Let's start with our guys down. I'll kick it off with Robert Woods. 5.8 fantasy points. Robert Woods is going to the top 12 receiver. And I remember actually calling out Joe Stewart, so I apologize, Joe. He went Cooper Cup in round two, where Woods went to round three. I was like, don't know if I love that move. Joe Stewart proving that he is getting better at fantasy. He picked Cooper Cup. Helps the top guy in the wide receiver mark. Robert Woods is just not getting the looks. He kind of reminds me of Robbie Anderson. I don't know if you watched that last Thursday game. Sam Darnold does not look for Anderson. Stafford doesn't look for Woods. Not really sure what's happening there. I'm not at the point where I feel like you can bench Robert Woods. I like don't know who you would have good enough on your bench to bench Robert Woods. But, man, he is not looking good. Yeah, he's rough. You know, Joe does a lot of great things, and it seems like picking the right Rams running back is that or wide receiver is one of them. That so is good job. Yeah. So let's actually, I like that you brought him up because I'm going to bring up another player, Allen freaking Robinson. Mm. He sucks. And I just want to let everybody know my dynasty team has Robert Woods and Allen Robinson. You would think great wide receivers going into the season. What is going on? Brutal okay. start for you. Allen Robinson had four point, uh, 3.7 points on two of 27. Uh, yeah, 3.7 points on two for 27. What a – I don't understand, man. I mean, I get it. Field sucked. But, like, come on. Yeah, I don't – I mean, Allen Robinson clearly very talented. I definitely feel that's like a Justin Fields thing. It's a Bears issue overall. But, yeah, really rough start for him. So – I guess I get the pain there. Definitely a lot of rad receivers on this list, but I'm going to go off of you here and, and bring up Justin Fields as someone that was down all talk all off season was like, why is Andy Dalton QB one? Justin Fields is the more gifted, talented player. And he is, let's, let's be clear, but wow, he had 3.92 fantasy points. They had a net yardage of one, Jeez. one net yard on the day. He had 65 passing yards, I think, or 64 passing yards. Just a brutal start. You can't blame the entire thing on the coaching staff. I mean, 
He had opportunities to throw and do things and just looked terrible. And now the Bears are saying that all three quarterbacks, which includes Nick Foles, are viable starting options. I got to tell you, you want Nick Foles to start. I think he'd be much better for Allen Robinson right now. I don't know. I mean, Allen Robinson just made a career out of shitty quarterback. So, I mean, I have no idea what's going on there. My next down, I'm going to stay in wide receiver. Amari Cooper kind of disappeared a little bit. 4.1 points, hit three for 26. Um, I don't know if it was like a weird gameplay or anything like that because they scored points. But a lot of the points went to the tight ends. I think Doss, I think what was it, Schultz, I think had two touchdowns. A lot of the yardage there. I mean, you got a lot of mouse to feed. So, you know, I hope this is not a continuing thing. But Amari Cooper kind of, you know, out there. Yeah, he's one of my guys. Definitely disappointed there for sure in what he's done so far other than his first game. I'll bring up Dalton Schultz shortly in my, my three players that are up because he looked great. I'm going to stick with tight ends speaking of Dalton Schultz. I'm going Kyle Pitts, 4.5 points. Yeah. I'm, like, stuck here. It, you know, I think Pitts is very talented. Is Matt Ryan past it? And I think the Falcons have a big issue on their hand as he's owed $80 million the next, not this season, over the next two seasons, so about $40 million per season. He looks a bit past it. I also read some interesting stats. You know, Calvin Ridley's been a little bit down as well. People think that Arthur Smith, their new head coach's style of offense, is kind of hurting them a little bit. Ridley's not going down the field as much as he's used to, so his average depth per throw is a lot lower. Or like, you know, Ryan's average depth per throw is a lot lower. So Ridley isn't breaking away, and Pitts has breakaway speed as well. So Kyle Pitts down for me this week. Seems to be similar situations in Atlanta and Pittsburgh where the QBs might be slowly heading towards the end of their careers. Yeah. Uh, the last down I have uh, went for a lot of money on the waiver wire. Tyson Williams. Actually, you know what? He might have been picked up for free. I don't know. But Tyson Williams on the Ravens. Maybe it was a weird game plan. Like I said, the Ravens did not look great. Five rushes. That's all he had for 22 yards. He didn't catch anything in the backfield. He did nothing there. I don't know if they're just different game plan. Devontae Friedman was getting more rushes than him. You got Latavius Murray there now. All of a sudden, that backfield that looked like it was one guy lost one, lost another one, and now, you know, they thought they had somebody in Tyson Williams, but all of a sudden, now he's not getting the carries. So, I don't know. Maybe he's one of – they're one of the teams that pretty much the best running back is also the quarterback. So, yep, agreed. maybe is what it is. All right, let's get to those ups. Let's turn this around. Josh, give me one up. I'm going Ryan Tannehill. Started the season a little slow. Derrick Henry, you know, picked it back up. But Tannehill, 25.48 points with three touchdowns. He had two picks, but serviceable quarterback for sure. I think they're going to get better. I understand there's some receiver issues with A.J. Brown, of course, and even Julio's a little banged up. But when you add Derrick Henry into the passing game and you could start dumping him off the ball in space, he's able to go for 80-yard runs all day. I like Tannehill. I think he's going to be a solid top 12, so it's a starter in our league, QB the rest of the way. Yeah, that's a good one. I am going with Mike Williams, who used to be on Tampa Bay, but is now on the Chargers. I don't know. That's a different Mike Williams. It's it's a joke. But anyway, yeah, Mike okay. Williams, Tampa Bay, that's what I like to call him. He had a huge game, two touchdowns, 122 yards, 29.7 points again this week. The guy is putting up points if he just stays healthy. That's his thing. He needs to stay healthy. But so far, knock on wood, so good. Okay, him and Allen there with Herbert, 
looks like a good matchup, good lineup, especially this week for the Chargers. I think they're playing yeah, I mean, tonight too. What's crazy about Mike Williams getting all the attention? Keenan Allen's basically putting up hundred yard games each week. Yeah, and nobody's and Mike, talking about him. No one's talking about. Him. And Austin Eckler looks awesome. So Again, nobody's talking about him. I have Austin Eckler, and if you have Austin Eckler out there on any of your lineups and you win, you need to tweet him. He's giving out a free jersey, signed jersey each week to someone that have people that have him in their lineup and they win. So I actually tweeted them. Did, did not win the tweet. I, I yeah, I did tweet it, but I did not win. Sadly. What the hell? Okay. Yeah, I'll keep everyone posted. Um, I'm going to go receiver next. I'm going to Manuel Sanders, man. A blast from the past here. 23.9 points, two touchdowns. I'll say this about Sanders. I see staying power here. The first two weeks, he actually had a lot of targets. Just maybe not wasn't in sync with Josh Allen. The offense also started a little slow. I think all three Bills receivers, Diggs is going to break out, you know, keep it going, but he's been solid. Cole Beasley has looked really good. All three starters are playable. Beasley, I would say, is more playable in PPR or half-point PPR like we're in. Obviously, in our non-PPR league, I wouldn't really trust Beasley as much. But all three of them I like. Manuel Sanders looks good. The Bills look good and are going to continue to look good the rest of the year. All right, question for you, Dynasty. Manuel Sanders or Allen Robinson this week? Uh, And the Bears are playing the Lions? Yeah. Really depends on who's the quarterback. I my gut tells me to play Emmanuel Sanders. That's great, but yeah. If Justin Fields is the quarterback, I do not feel comfortable with Fields the quarterback right now. I don't think they have the right game plan for him. If Nick Foles is there, I'd feel more comfortable. They have a rapport. <sighs> I know it's crazy, but same question: Robert Woods or Emmanuel Sanders? Because I have this is literally you're making my lineup for me right now. And the Rams play who? I don't know. To be honest, <laughs> um, I'm just in general. The fact I'm leaning toward of those three, I would go Sanders and Woods. That's my pick. Really interesting. Yeah. Sanders and Woods. I'll I'll mark that. We'll check it next week to see of the three how they all did. Um, wow. Yeah, I'd go Woods and Sanders. Right. Uh, I'm not. Am I playing you this week in Dynasty? I hope not. Because <laughs> I hope not either. Oh, I have it down. Let's talk about John and his bullshit scheduling in our Dynasty league. I worked so, my ass off to make a schedule, so, and people were so, still bitching. So let's back this up for, for everyone out there yeah. real quick. Sorry. Um, we'll do a quick aside. So I didn't realize this was a thing. I, like, was not looking at Facebook. I think – I don't know if you saw my post. I'm like, I didn't know yeah. this was going on. So can you at a high level, real fast, yeah. explain what happened real in quick. that Honestly, the thing is, when ESPN added an extra week in ESPN uh, for football, they yeah. just put a random person. So at one point, I was playing the same team back-to-back weeks. And then John changed it, but he didn't change it enough to make it where it wouldn't be a thing anymore. Cause then the following week I was playing people back to back. So like, it was super weird. It got all messed up. I changed it again and then realized that somebody messed it up. So John's like, Hey, I'm going on vacation in Miami. It's beautiful. Great weather. I don't have time to do this. Can you make a schedule? Sure. No problem. Sounded easy. It was the worst fucking thing in the world. It took me like five hours to figure out everybody's lineup and figure out where to put people. So they play their division people three times and everybody else once or whatever it is. I, I wish I knew this was a problem. So I, I make the, the schedule in my CBS league where we play every team twice. And with the added week, we ended up, you play one team three times. That's like the, mm. the way we ended up going about it. But I actually found a website online that does an automated schedule for you. Yeah. John found that, but it still fucked it up. So uh, I have no idea. It was all messed up, but it is fixed for all the people that are listening. Dynasty, thank you. But, John, you definitely get it down for that. 
All right, so let's do our, our last ups here real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got distracted. Give me your last one, and then I'll get my last two. I got Dalton Schultz on that list. Brought him up before, 23 points, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Look good. I don't know if he'll look as good this week. I think the Cowboys offense is going to be really good, but I think each week you're going to see someone else be the guy. I agree. So, you know, Tony Pollard's there. Even CeeDee Lamb. His day only looked good because he had like one 40 yard catch. You know, the rest of it was just so so. So it's going to game script's going to be a big factor here. Zeke's going to have some good games. They're going to be fine offensively for fantasy purposes, but you're going to have some up and downs like I have, I have with Amari Cooper. Right. So speaking of, my next up or my second up was Zeke Elliott. He had an awesome game. He basically yep. told people to chill out. I got this. I'm still pretty good. 95 yards, two touchdowns. Not only that, but against a pretty good Eagles defense that has not given up a lot until that game. Okay, yep. so good job for Zeke. And then my last one, I can't believe I'm doing this. Let's talk about the Browns' defense. But more importantly, let's talk about the Browns' front line. Their defensive line was amazing. They sacked Justin Fields nine times, and to the point where people are now questioning if Fields is a good quarterback for the future. Okay, one week. They totally messed this kid up. They totally messed the defense up. The Browns, the, I don't know if it's going to keep continue, but last week they looked awesome. All right. Like it. Let's get into week four here. Let's get the matchups going. And we are starting with Dave Klein versus Billy Fox. Billy Fox is 0-3. DK is 2-1. Which way are you leaning here, Max? So unlike last year when I pick Fox all the time, I think I am giving that up. I'm going DK to take it down. Russell Wilson has looked great. He's got a lot of good matchups. Keen Allen going against the Raiders. Tyreek Hill against the Eagles. And the Eagles have a good defense on the ground, but not so much in the air. So I think they'll beat them there. And Nick Chubb is playing Minnesota. And they give up a boatload of points. So give me DK. Yeah. I'm taking DK as well. I agree with Nick Chubb. I think Tariq Hill is going to look good against Philly. I think the... Chiefs are going to have a big week after being one and two. I think they're going to come out like gunning. This could be a 400-yard game from a Holmes kind of week. So, like, I think he's going to go off. I don't get Billy Fox's team. It's a good team. I really don't get what's going on. Uh, a couple things I think about here. I mean, obviously, he's got uh, Chubba Hubbard in there now. Um, you know, picked him up really well. But, I mean, he's got, in- he's got Kyler Murray, Travis Kelsey, Justin Jefferson, Joe Mixon. Like, that's a good start to any team. Yeah, but if you look at his total points, he is the second lowest in, in the league. So they just have not produced. Yeah, I just – I don't get I don't get it. Like, I, I'm very confused by it. Uh, you know, he does have a higher points against, so that's, like, a little bit of a challenge. Maybe, you know, he should be, like, maybe one and two. But, yeah, they haven't produced. So I'm with you, though, DK. All right, next up. Abe versus Hinchy. I think this is the matchup of the week. I think this is going to be the closest game out there. Give me Hinchy. Okay. Stafford looks great. I mean, he literally is amazing. Okay. I will say, though, both teams are kind of dealing with some injuries. They're both a little banged up. Okay. Um, Elijah Mitchell for Abe. Hopefully he plays. Deontay Johnson looks like he's good to go for this week. He was a full participant in practice. Hinchy dealing with Aaron Jones a little banged up and uh, Dalvin Cook. So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I do think Hinchy's going to take it down. All right. We're going to start with our first difference here. I'm going A, a couple reasons that you said, though. Robert Woods hasn't looked good. 
So I'm concerned there. Miles Gaston hasn't looked good, and the Indies' front seven is very solid. Not sure what Dalton Schultz will do. This, my opinion, might change slightly if Dalvin Cook plays, but I'm not sure. As you just said, Cleveland's front seven is really good. Abe's side, though, he's got Herbert versus the Raiders, which I think is going to be a shootout on Monday Night Football. I think it's yeah. going to be a great game, big shootout. Devontae Adams against Pittsburgh, he's looked phenomenal, is going to look, look good again. He has Jamal Williams, who's played well, and Chicago is not as good against the run as they used to be. They're 20th against the run in the league, so that's not great. And it looks like Deontay Johnson is a full go, so I can see him doing decent as well. I'm in a, in a close matchup, and again, I think Cook. if Cook plays – I could lean Hinchy, but I'm going to take Abe as I think Cook's going to be banged up in a close matchup. You know, just to add to Deontay Johnson, I saw a report that Schuster and Claypool are both banged up and both were either limited or did not practice today. So Deontay Johnson being full, going to get a lot of targets. Yeah, I think the Packers are going to kill the Steelers. That's my personal feeling. I just don't think they're the same class of team at this point. Yeah, Steelers look done. Ben Roethlisberger looks like a, a not a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up, Zach versus John. 0-3. Someone's got to win this week. Who's it going to be yeah, next? Somebody has to win, right? Hopefully yep. they don't tie. Zach got drunk after his last loss and wanted to sell his team at just 0-3. So that's interesting there. But I am going with Zach, and I'm going right with the fact Kamara's playing the Giants, Tannehill's playing the Jets. Pretty yeah, much and it there. Call it a day. Yeah, I'm taking Zach as well. And don't forget about Stefan Diggs against the Texans. I think he's going to have a big week as well. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, Jason versus Ferry. Jason Johnson, one and two. He's played better, though. Uh, his team is not as bad. He's got similar, basically, points for and against. So he's had a couple matchups that could have gone either way. Ferry, interesting team. He's the guy who had Tyson Williams. I think he picked him up. Yeah. Before with the waiver situation, which way are you leaning here? So I am going to go. I don't know how you feel. I'm going with Jason Johnson. Me too, actually. Okay. Jason Johnson, Brady versus New England in New England. Tom Brady may set records this week. He literally, if you want to give a big F you to the team you lived, you thought was that they thought you were done, you know, you could flash that Super Bowl ring or you could destroy them at home. So Let's see what he does there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Ferry's team is weird. I think it'll be close, but, you know, Ferry's team is weird. He's got Gronk, so Tom Brady, as long as he doesn't throw it to Gronk, he should be great. So, yeah, give me Jason. All right. Uh, Jason for me as well. I agree with Tom Brady. Ferry's also dealing with some injuries there, A.J. Brown and a few others. So, give me Jason. All right, Max. Me versus MG. Who are you taking? Oof. This is tough. I don't know if I'm just doing it because I'm nice, but I am going to pick you in this matchup. Allen versus Houston is a great matchup. I'm hoping it's a close enough game where he continues to play all game, but you paired him with Dawson Knox, who looks good. Going to be a nice little addition for you at tight end. And then let me just say this as loud as I possibly can. Derek Henry is playing the Jets. And I'm that's very worrisome as a Jet. Okay. Derrick Henry could have a big game. Yes, he could. I, you know, I'm going to pick myself, but I'm nervous. I, you know, I'm definitely nervous here. I think for me, what I need to have happen here is guys like uh, Brandon Ayuk, um, Jamar Chase, and C. Blah days, as I think Mahomes and Eckler are going to have big days. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I think Allen's matchup, 
I think Henry's matchup. I actually like Jalen Waddle this week. I don't even know who my second flex will play will be. If Madison gets the full start, I think that could be huge for me. So we'll see. Uh, it's going to be very close. Very yeah, close. I agree. All right. Yes. Next, last one up, Max. I got you over Joe. Okay. I assume that you're taking the same because I don't think you really think against yourself. Um, I've got to the point now where I don't think I can, but this matchup does scare me. Yeah, Joe's team is better than like people realize. Kareem Hunt, I think, is going to have a big game. Zeke could be okay. But Terry McLaurin against Atlanta, Cooper Cup against Arizona, and Burrow, I think it's going to really depend on tonight. Yeah, Is Joe Burrow going to put up a 30-point day against the Jacksonville team, or is it all going to be about Joe Mixon? That is the, the question I have. If, Mix, if Burrow goes off, I'd be more concerned, but I think you have the better team. I think David Montgomery gets on track against this Detroit defense as well. So I'm taking you. Yeah, I do think I will pull it out. But, yeah, I'll know tonight. He's got Joe Burrow, and also he's got Marvin Jones. So, you yeah. know, they put up a combined 20 points. That could be looking good. Right. So we'll see what happens there. I do like that Barkley. I think he's now good to go the rest of the uh, season. And Kirk Cousins has looked great. So hopefully keep it moving. I will say, we talked about this before, I have the lowest points against in the league. That does be, that is because of Abe's 58-pointer or whatever he put up against me week one. But it's still something to keep in mind. All right. So All right. only the difference this week is uh, Abe and uh, Hinchy. Yeah. All right, so moving on, just FYI, Max, uh, not this match for everybody else. Our Zoom only has seven minutes left, so we'll just keep going even if the Zoom cuts off, all right? Wow, okay, let's get this going. All right, so I'm stardom, sit them, let's get into it. We don't have that much left anyway. You have receivers and RBs this week. I'm going to start you off with receivers. I'm going to pick Marvin Jones to start you off here. Yeah, that's a – I hate it. I think you should sit, but that's a good start. (laughs) Even if – like Joe Burrow gets uh, blows them out. They're going to still have to throw. Right. Marvin Jones looks great. Yeah, he's a great start. All right. I hope I'm Next. wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Next up, I have the uh, Devontae Smith Eagles against the Chiefs. You figure they're going to be down in this game. Does Smith get into the top 24 receivers this week? Man. Oh, that's a tough one. I 24. I'm going to say no. I think he'll have a good game, but a top 24, I don't think so. All right. My final receiver for you this week is a guy we've talked about a lot, Robert Woods. Oh, that piece of garbage. All right. I need him really badly in Dynasty. Okay. I think Robert Woods is a start. I think, you know what? They're like, we need to get this guy the ball. This could be a big Robert Woods game. I like it. They're playing in Arizona? Yeah. Do they have a good wide, a good cornerback there? They have a decent secondary, yeah. I was gonna they had Patrick. They had Patrick Peterson, but he's in the Vikings now. Yeah, I was gonna say no, that I knew, but I thought someone was saying that they're gonna shadow Cup, so this could open up Robert Woods, but I could be wrong about that. But Robert Woods, let's go, get it going, start your ass. All right, Max, give me some QBs. All right, so starting QBs. All right, let's go. Ryan Tannehill versus the Jets. I know it sounds easy. But he could have no Julio Jones, will not have A.J. Brown. Are you starting him? 100% the Jets suck. No no other analysis. (laughs) Fair point. Moving on. All right. (laughs) Eddie Bridgewater. He's looked pretty good going up against Baltimore. Carr scored 26 against him. Mahomes 29. Jared Goff scored 9. So 
What are you doing? I'm, I'm sitting Teddy B. Whoa. Sitting Teddy B this week. I think it's a tough matchup. I think this is going to be a low-scoring defensive battle. I think the Ravens are going to take this game. The Broncos haven't really played anybody. They've beat the Jags, the Jets, and the Giants, all who are which 0-3. So they combined records 0-9. I think this is the first real test for the Broncos. Receiving core is banged up. I'm sitting Teddy B. All right, last one. Jimmy Garoppolo against Seattle. I know what you're thinking, but they have yet to hold a quarterback under 16 points. What yeah, you- I'm going to start Jimmy G. I think I like. I think he's going to be like at the on the cusp of like you know in that 10 to 15 range. But I, the running game is so inconsistent right now. You have Debo Samuel, Ayuk, Kittle. If Mitchell comes back, I think that helps them. So I'm going to start Jimmy G, though. I think it's going to be like a borderline start. Okay. All right. Let's get into RBs for you, Max. The first guy I'm going up is Zach Moss against the Houston Texans. Had a big week last week. Yeah. Start Zach Moss. I want to try to get as much of this Buffalo offense as I possibly can. So, yeah, sure. I think he's better than Singletary right now. He's getting the touches in the goal line. Give me Zach Moss as a start. Next up, I'm going Miles Gaskin. They're playing the Colts. It's a revenge game, as they're calling it, for Jacoby Brissett against the Colts. Not really sure I'm buying the narrative, but yeah, what do you think? Narrative. Ah, yeah. no. Gaskin. Gaskin's just struggled, as the whole uh, Dolphins offense has. Yeah, I'm going to sit him. I okay. don't think uh, he'll do anything great of note. All right. And my last one is against my Dallas Cowboys, Chubba Hubbard. Sorry. <laughs> My only call on it is Royce Freeman is lurking, and he has known to come out of nowhere and do well. I like the name Chubbard Hubbard, whatever you said, Chubba Hubba. That's funny <laughs> because of that. I think he's going to be great. No, it I, could be Chuba, Chubba, doesn't matter. Listen, I lost CMC, uh, CMC in my league, and I did pick up Royce Freeman as a desperation play to just see what happens, but I do think Chuba Hubbard will be great. Start him and smile about it. All right. Tight right. end, Max. Tight ends. Let's get into it. Zach Ertz versus Kansas City. Scored a touchdown last week. Besides that, he has not done much. I'm going to sit Zach Ertz. I'm a more of a Dallas Goddard guy. I got Dallas Goddard in Dynasty. I think he's the better of the two at this point. I think Ertz has to be traded at some point and get to, go to a different team. All right. Fair. Tyler Conklin on Minnesota against Cleveland. Huge game last week. A lot of receptions. A lot of targets, 16.5 points. What are you doing? I'm starting them. They're starting to use this kid a lot. Cousins is getting comfortable with them. I, I like him. I think people are doubling up Justin Jefferson as they should at this point. So, yeah, give me Conklin to start. All right. And I think I might know where this isn't going. Dawson Knox. Start start him. Start him. He's gone up every week in points. Six, eight, now 12. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to go up much more. I'll take 12 out of him any day. But, yeah, I just think this is going to be a blowout win for Buffalo. And, yeah, give me Knox. He'll be in the top 12. All right. I'm looking at the clock. We got a minute 15 left. Josh, give me a bold prediction for this week. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski score two touchdowns total between the two of them. So, Brady hits Gronk for two TDs, two big Gronk spikes in the end zone at Gillette. All about it. All right. Let's see if it happens. One of my bold predictions, Allen Robinson, top Five tight end this week. I'm mean, right now. What did I say? You said tight end. 
Yeah, well, he he'd be a good tight end, but a top five wide receiver. I think he's gonna have a great week. I hope so. Let's see, Allen Robinson, top five. All right, for me, my Cowboys are gonna hone in on DJ Brown, um, the DJ Moore. I'm sorry, with uh, Trayvon Diggs. Anderson's only a deep threat, so give me Terrence Marshall as a top 24 receiver this week. They are going to struggle to stop him in the slot on the outside. He moves all over the field. I like Terrence Marshall. He's gotten better each week. Top 24 receiver this week. All right, my last one. You ready for this? Yep. Derek Henry scores the most touchdowns out of any player this week. Wow. Right? How crazy would that be? I mean, you're talking about quarterbacks, wide receivers, Tight ends, defense, kickers. He scores the most points out of any player in fantasy this week. I love it. Wouldn't that be crazy? I'm thinking like 50 points. I mean, I hope it's the case because I'm going to need that to beat MG this week. So, yeah, that's what I got. Let's see if it happens. All right. Well, I love it. Well, good luck. Set your lineups, boys and girls, as the matchups, or sorry, the games start tonight. Bengals, Jags, like I said, I'm taking the Bengals minus the points tonight. We haven't really been doing any betting on the show, Max. No, we get that. You're right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we can get some bets, some parlays back into it. I'm down to do that. I actually hit a college uh, four-team parlay last week, so I'm, I'm all down. Miles is tough. All right, we will see you all next week. Good luck. Later, bitches. To hanging in the nest with your host Josh the Hawk Alonzo and Max the Turkey Rubenstein.